my name is Carrie. My name is Justin. And welcome to the Paperless Federalist. This is episode 0A. And uh, this is just uh, us, Justin and I, talking today about uh, why we decided to do this podcast and what we hope to get out of it uh, and get across and what uh, we hope our listeners are going to get out of it. So let me go over to you, Justin. Justin, uh, you were the one who approached me about doing an idea, doing a podcast about uh, the Federalist Papers. What was your inspiration for that or what was behind it? I did. The uh, Federalist Papers is something that I've, I've read a few of them along the way. Um, I have never really sat and gone through each uh, one of them uh, to really sit and think about what was being said and why it was being said. Um, to looks also maybe put it in a bit of a historical context, uh, t- context where we can and, and understand what was going on in the uh, lives of people at the time. Uh, to again add context to uh, what is written, I feel like the Federalist Papers is one of those things that uh, gets talked a lot about, uh, you know, by people on the news, by pundits, by uh, whenever there's an election, certainly, or whenever there's a, uh, some controversial thing going on. I mean, the, the courts write a lot about it in their decisions, mm-hmm. but I feel like uh, for as much as it's talked about, uh, uh, I don't. I feel like there's not a really deep understanding. A lot of people, most people haven't read it. I would, I would think. Do you think that's accurate? Oh, I think that's uh, extremely accurate. Um, I think a lot of people probably first heard of the Federalist Papers in Nicolas Cage's, uh, uh, what was that movie he did? I didn't see it, so I got uh, National Treasure. <laughs> National Treasure. <laughs> okay, and that was a big plot point in that movie. And That's probably why you thought of this yeah. Federalist Papers project first, is because I am uh, woefully uh, under-informed <laughs> about the works of Nicolas Cage in comparison. <laughs> I don't know if that's... Uh, Who's got the asset there? You well, I'm not going to cast aspersions on Nicolas Cage. Uh, uh, certainly from an unexpected direction, yes. such as uh, this podcast. <laughs> but, uh, I'm yeah, sure he appreciates that. It, it does <laughs> remind me of, uh, I think there was a, a movie once by, uh, well, we're on the topic of highbrow references. Yeah, There was a, a Melanie Griffith movie one time where uh, she was like, married to John Goodman, I think. And okay. uh, he's... Trying to do some shifty stuff with regard to property. But the point of it being, okay. uh, she's with there all is these point. Yeah, okay. fancy frou-frou <laughs> people who uh, are always uh, talking about uh, Democracy America by Alexis de Tocqueville and acting like they're so sophisticated and well-informed because they know about it. Mm-hmm. And so she tries to educate herself by actually reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes back to talk to them later and tries to make points about it. Mm-hmm. And I'll give her credit because I tried to read it only about halfway through. It's very dense prose. Yeah. But... Uh, she discovers that none of them have actually read it. And I feel like the, pa- the Federalist Papers, to some extent, uh, might be similar. And I think people talk about it yes. a lot more than they might really consider it because yes. uh, uh, there's, a, there's a lot there. And to be fair, there's probably eight or ten that are mm-hmm. the highlights the, the, that people knock out. If they do mm-hmm. read some, they hit the, you know, the big ones, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, and when they talk about it, it's surprising they mm-hmm. uh, highlight them so much because... There's some of, you know, as an authority, you know, to cite the Federalist Papers, oh, what does the Federalist Papers say? And yeah. By extension, what the Founding Fathers think is this. Yeah. And there's some of them that are shocking to modern sensibilities. You know, number 84 comes to mind where uh, they basically, uh, Hamilton basically says, oh, we don't need a Bill of Rights. Yeah. And I think that's pretty un- not controversial nowadays that the Bill of Rights are a good thing. There's not many people I see saying, oh, there's Bill of Rights. Bill of Rights, yeah. To heck with them. <laughs> um, so... Uh, we've gotten a little bit about our general inspiration about why we want, or just why we want to do this. But uh, you know, this in in this episode, I think we're going to try to focus on uh, how we're going to do it more than what okay. the uh, what the papers are about, uh, how we're going to structure it. Okay. What were your thoughts on how how you wanted to go about doing this? Go maybe fifty minutes, fifty minutes long each time. That's a okay. long commute. One yeah. minute for each state in the union. 
and and I, my other thought I had, and you know, I don't think I'd ever expressed it to you, so I'll do it now live on air. Um, oh, Dark that, Secrets coming out. Dark Secrets coming out. Uh, was that because I do think that's important that if if for people who really want to dive deep and 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 know the whole Federalist Papers, but you know, part of this process in my mind that I see it working is that I wanted to examine it and read it and and find and draw out of out of each paper the things that I thought and were interesting and then just kind of talk about them with someone else who has a shared interest in history uh, and into in, in these papers and to see if we both were picking up on the same portions of the individual paper or and to see uh, what your thoughts or our thoughts are collectively about those points. So I imagine um, that even... I hope we have heated disagreements, actually. Huh? I hope we won't come down. Oh, I imagine that we will have some heated disagreements. <laughs> uh, that would be par for our course of our, you know, our relationship, so uh, our friendship. So um, the... Uh, but what There I, was a, a, a brawl, <laughs> actually, leading up to this podcast. Yeah, being, yes, uh, and it's, it's good that we're not doing this live on Facebook where you can see the video of this. Uh, <laughs> I'm just eating. No actual violence has occurred. The, that will be um, disclosed. The, yeah, yeah. The, so, um, but my... Get back to it. My, my thought was that... As we go through um, in the episodes and we talk about a particular paper that we're not going to, when we talk, just assume that they've read the entire thing or listened to the entire thing right off the bat before they listen to us speak. And, no, and I'm I gonna weave in, a, weave in a few quotes here and there and say, look, this one little part of this one paragraph is something I really want to talk about. Let me let me remind everybody and tell you, here's what's being said, and then let's talk about it. You well, know? I think that uh, maybe, uh, that I agree. Maybe each time we st- at the start of the episode, we do... Mm-hmm. Basically, one person will get, get, give one person five minutes to basically say, hey, can you sum up in five minutes what is this paper about? I mean, each paper yeah. is not that long. And no. the summation should be enough to give people general ideas. And we'll dig deeper yeah. throughout the episode. Yeah. Uh, right after this, we'll do a general context, context of the Federalist Papers, mm-hmm. uh, talking about the, what was going on at the time, um, mm-hmm. what, you know, why, according to the people at the time, they need them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... Uh, each episode after that will be about the individual paper. That will give some people some general context. Maybe we'll mention some resources that people could look at if they wanted to see other places to find out more about what led up to the Federalist Papers. That was my thought. Okay. Each paper will bring its own issues, so the only yes. place to bring the general context up would be before we got to the first one. But I think once we do Federalist 1, Federalist 2, Federalist 3, etc., yeah. uh, that'll be episode 1, 2, 3. It'll make it easier for people to download okay. and see what... Okay, number one is Federalist 1, number two is number... Uh, etc. All the way up to number eighty-five, which is 85. the last federal paper. Yeah. Um, I don't know how how often were you thinking that we were going to be um, posting episodes uh, for for download or listening. Uh, I, I guess initially, I'm hoping uh, ambitiously we could do every other week. You know, maybe okay. uh, once we see uh, how things go, if we can do more frequently, great. Uh, if there's slow times, we're going to try to do it no more, no no less frequently than once a month. So at least people okay. know every month there's a new one out there. If it goes great, maybe we can do once a week. We'll have to see how that goes. Okay. Uh, and you think it's always just going to be the two of us talking here? Uh, well, I'm sure there's people who might be interested in uh, coming in and uh, giving their thoughts. I think especially uh, when we get to some of the more contentious ones down the road. I mean, the first few aren't uh, as, I guess, quote-unquote controversial, but on ones that sort of touch on my... Federalist 1's epic. Sure. What are you talking about? Federalist 1 is... is that's, just a, is. that's just a table of contents. Oh, right? come on. I mean, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to throw shade on uh, Alexander Hamilton or anything. Yes. But, uh, you know, he's just laying out his, uh, his syllabus there. I okay. mean, that's basically the first day of, of a college course. First day of a college course. I mean, nobody gets too excited about that. Well, the syllabus is the most important part. 
You know, that's where uh, Are you, you show librarian. Or no, something? but you, you show up on the first day, you get your syllabus, and then you know you then you don't have to show up for the rest you, of the. You syllabus. know where the final's going to be. You know, like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I won't. Uh, I won't besmirch you as a uh, as a student of uh, any particular. Thank you. I'll just leave it there. I'll so. just leave that there. Um, let's see what else here. Uh, oh, I. Something else to mention, uh, probably more in this episode of uh, than where we're mm-hmm. talking about the context mm-hmm. of the Federalist Papers is there is of course a lot of other documents, writings, history peripheral to the Federalist Papers that um, I think as we go along we'll try to put in sort of references to, but on this one our focus is going to be in the Federalist Papers. For, okay. So, for example, the you know the anti-Federalist Papers yes. by Patrick Henry and others uh, was sort of a spur. To the Federalist Papers, they came out first. You know, when the Constitution came out, was sent to ratification to the states. Um, they start people write started writing uh, opposition to it, and that's what spurred the Federalist Papers. This is going to be about the Federalist Papers, but you know, we we when relevant, we might touch on the Make Federalist the Papers. Necessary references, but not necessarily a deep dive in anything. Yeah, else. Yeah, I mean, we got okay. we're going to keep our focus on whatever paper we're talking on. But yeah. you know, fifty minutes, I'm hoping, will be enough time to reference all. You know, this anti-federalist mm-hmm. paper actually was a response to number whatever we're dealing with. Okay. And maybe put that in. Okay. Similarly, um, you know, there was a lot of other things happening at the time. You know, we're not, this is not going to be a podcast where we go through the U.S. Constitution and break down what each clause means. Because this isn't about no. the Constitution. This is about the federalist papers. Yes. And there's lots of things like that. Similarly, we'll mention the Articles of Confederation, but it's not about that. No. Those would be spinoffs. Um, spinoffs. If this develops into like the Federalist Cinematic Universe, those yes. will be spinoff series. Although, is spinoffs the right term? Because I mean, I would think that we would both want to be part of it. Uh, maybe prequels and sequels. I don't know. I mean, spinoffs usually one character moves on to a whole other story and leaves other people behind, right? I mean, is that how it works? It depends. Okay, uh, right. I think it depends. Right. I'm not. I'm not a film major or anything. Oh, no, no, am I? I'm just you know. I just <laughs> locked up when you said prequel because yeah. I've got sort of. Traumatic memory. I understand. Right? We so all have PTSD certain, from, certain from certain prequels. I get it. So they come in the sets of three. I understand. So I'm going to say spinoff generally. <laughs> okay. I'm going to just leave it at that. Sounds good. When that happens. Sounds good. Um, so we'll, go, we'll start with the five-minute summation. I think, Dan, uh, in each episode we will, uh, you know, there's certain language that we'll touch on mm-hmm. uh, and focus on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're relevant, you know, again, the first... Federalist paper was in response to anti-federalist one and two, so maybe you know when relevant we'll mention those. We'll, hmm. We might address uh, okay. a particular weakness of the Articles of Confederation that mm-hmm. uh, a paper a given paper is supposed to address. Okay, and uh, I guess I just wanted to throw out that you know we're not bound in any way by anything we've espoused so far. So if our structure varies a little bit in the future. Nobody say, ha-ha, gotcha. Yeah, we're not going to be locked in. This is, this is our baby. We're going to do it. Yeah. We're, we're going to raise it how we please. That's right. That's right. We're going to raise it how we please. Well, uh, you know, the next thing I guess we should get into before in this in this episode before we get into uh, talking about the individual papers and whatnot is uh, where we're coming at this from. What's our level of expertise? Okay, yeah, that's a good So point. I'll hand it over to you first. I've been an attorney here uh, in the state of Ohio, uh, licensed attorney in good standing. For nearly 10 years, uh, about nine and a half years, I suppose, uh, I was in private practice for a period of time, um, which really I dealt with whatever uh, walked in the door and I thought that I could uh, do reasonably. Um, uh, I had a lot of criminal law focus, um, a lot of domestic relations focus, some estate planning focus. Uh, I was a prosecutor for a number of years after that. 
Um, I did both uh, felony work as well as juvenile prosecution. Saw um, a lot of uh, not only juvenile delinquency cases, uh, but also a lot of uh, abuse, neglect, dependency cases. Um, and I've also then also worked at the uh, state level um, in state government. So, so you're coming at this from more of a the law perspective. You're thinking. Uh, as, history? as how it relates to the um, the, the podcast. Well, okay. it's you know as how it is released to the podcast. That's that's my general general uh, background. Um, it was I've always had a general enjoyment of history uh, through law school, um, especially uh, through taking my constitutional law class. Uh, I really developed a uh, much deeper appreciation for the importance of understanding history, especially our history as a nation. Um, to understand, uh, and so, you know, realizing that it had either been a really long time or if ever, maybe I've never actually made it through every single Federalist paper, I thought it would be important and just, just out of good practice, um, something that perhaps I'll argue that everyone should do is just sit down and, and read and think. Or at least listen to this podcast. Or, yeah, at a minimum, <laughs> at a very minimum. I mean, really, critical, that could be... You know, Pretty much equal to, if not superior to, actually reading it. I, I hope so. I, um, you know, in fact, I'm sure there are many social studies teachers that will one day just play our podcast in their class, and it'll be good. Which to will go. be available for reasonable licensing. <laughs> Very reasonable. So, uh, but the idea being is that you know my general uh, enjoyment of history uh, and my uh, experience in the law and working as an attorney, um, uh, practicing for like I said for about nine and a half years now, that uh, the two are interests and passion is a mine and I just thought it'd be a good practice and in, in out of just sheer curiosity wanting to go back and examine and and try to learn more uh, about about the papers uh, about the papers and about who we are just in general and, and um, as a citizen of this country what is it that I've inherited um, that's really uh, interesting I think um, I really hadn't thought about this as much, but uh, this is a useful way. I think we're approaching it sort of in different ways because uh, I'm also an attorney. Uh, I, you know, I've worked, I live in Kentucky right now uh, and uh, practice a wide variety of areas. But my my field of, of law isn't as constitutional in nature. There's I don't address constitutional arguments as much. I've done child support, uh, auto insurance, uh, personnel work. Um, I'm not frequently citing the Bill of Rights in my briefs. Uh, uh, but So I think my focus uh, just happens to be a little bit more from the history angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know as a political science major, as an undergrad, uh, and I've always had a really... Uh, I wish I majored in political science. No, you don't. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, if you enjoy being employed, you, you don't wish that you majored in political science. But uh, yeah, I've always had a real deep interest in history from... Uh, you know, some books I, I had and read growing up to, uh, you know, throughout the uh, the process of being a policy major, you know, really explored deeply uh, the origins of how some of the uh, the things we take for granted now came about. And to this issue, the Federalist Papers, I think that one of the reasons I was so receptive and so inter- interested in doing a podcast on this is a, a book I read once uh I think when I was in college, called uh, it was called Perfect Union by William Peters. Uh, it's a book. It's called. Wait, the, hold on, hold on. I'm looking at it right now. It's a more Perfect Union. 
I believe you, you well, misspoke mis- the title there. Again, <laughs> I think that's another aspect that we're going to approach differently. Uh, I think one of us is going to be maybe more of a semantics Nazi, <laughs> okay. and the other one is going to really just focus on what Zing. our readers care about. Well, and what, uh, I think that will show the listeners that if I'm going to bring a knife to a, a fight, i got to make sure that you're not carrying a gun. That's so. true. That's true. We'll, we'll, we'll touch on that again in the paper dealing with uh, the, the uh, arms and the... Uh, in the the armed citizenry, but uh, yeah, it was a great book. It was you know talked about the making of the constitution. It was uh, based on primarily on the notes taken by uh, James Madison, one of the uh, um, authors of the Federalist Papers, and uh, it was really great because one of the things I really enjoyed about the book the most, and uh, I think it's going to be equally true when we're talking about the Federalist Papers, is talking about how. A lot of the conventional wisdom of what people think about how the Constitution came about and what they take for granted in their arguments with each other on Facebook and everywhere else mm-hmm. about how what the Founding Fathers thought wasn't necessarily so. And particularly whenever someone says, well, the Founding Fathers would think this or the Founding Fathers would do this, what really came through the most in reading the book is how the Founding Fathers, as it rarely thought anything as a whole group, mm-hmm. I mean... From making the Constitution to arguing whether to adopt the Constitution, but, 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 there was very different visions. And they weren't uniform in their thought? Is that what you're saying? It's hard to believe. Hard to I believe. know it's hard to believe, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, for, you know, one, one of the reasons there was the Federalist and Anti-Federalist Papers is there's the very different views about uh, what this country should be. And it didn't stop when the yeah. Constitution, uh, you know, made some compromises on how the government would be formed. Uh and it's yes. it's interesting because it's an argument that we still have to this day yes. about what our country should be. Do you think and envision that during this conversation that we're having about the Federalist Papers that uh, you might bring to the table some of your knowledge of Mr. Madison's notes from the Constitutional Convention? Do you think do you think the two relate to one another? Do you can tie some of that in? To give I contest, think at times, yeah. at least especially to his papers. Yeah, I, I think not just to his papers, but generally. I mean. Um, there was, you know, what really came through in the book to me especially was how our impressions of the Founding Fathers aren't necessarily accurate. One of the things that stuck with me the most was how uh, when Benjamin Franklin stood up and uh, motioned that, you know, in order to consecrate and, uh, you know, give the the blessing of the Almighty upon the endeavor of the Constitution, they should have a prayer, he was, uh, I wouldn't say shouted down, but uh, people didn't take it kindly because these were these were men of the Renaissance age. These were mm-hmm. men who were of the Enlightened period where they thought reason was the way to do things. They were. I'm not saying they weren't religious, but you know it's well documented that uh, Jefferson, for example, was a deist, mm-hmm. and how uh, they didn't understand religion in the same way that they they hoped that the blessing of God would come on whatever they did, but they didn't believe that man couldn't. Accomplish, you know, the reason couldn't accomplish things, uh, but that surprised me. I, I never would have expected that that was the case, but that's something that was documented in okay. uh, as uh, the way they approached it at the time. Good. Um, Anything else you uh, are looking to accomplish uh, during these podcasts? Well, I guess I, as I get through, as I uh, get go through it, uh, a couple of things. Number one. Um, I think one of the things that bars people from reading these Federalist Papers is they are really written in the flowery language of the time. I mean, as yes. as uh, Alexis de Tocqueville and Democracy in Americans, America talked about America, I think it's it's true now as it was in his time of we talk and we and we write a different way. 
True. And it was really dramatically true in, in these uh, Federalist Papers, uh, as it was in a lot of the writing at the time. Mm-hmm. Of, they go out of their way to be really, really flowery. Um, and I think that's what deters a lot of people. When you strip away a lot of the flowery language, mm-hmm. it's remarkable how sort of simple and basic and common sense some of the ideas really are. It's true. And it's true. And when you get in, yeah, and that's that's really at the heart of some of the things I think that I wanted to go and uh, either discover or and or rediscover. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, uh, these arguments that they have, they cut to the, the common themes that I think that even people today feel. And I don't mean just maybe, you know, people in the United States today, but just as, I mean, they're universal, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, as if anything can be universal, I think some of their, their basic points and basic arguments cut to what it is to be a free uh, democratic um society yeah it's foundational i mean that's why i think so many uh leaders of other political movements throughout the world have read american founding documents when you know trying to change their own governments yes uh Uh, and so to the to the to the extent that when people maybe have picked up the book and say oh i want to read the federalist papers and they get two or three or four of them into it and or however far and they decide you know what it's just too laborious to kind of parse my way and beat my way through some of this language uh, that's what, we'll, to an extent, what we're here for. We so, are the crutch. We are the crutch. Um, uh, uh, the machete. And when your crutch is broken, you'll probably be able to tell. <laughs> so, and you know, know, hey, let's just skip to the next episode. So there you go. <laughs> um, so the I idea, think it'll be really yeah. interesting to see as we go along if we, if we individually or as a group or as a whole tend to default to uh, a particular view for or against or relative to oh. the papers. I mean, like, I'll tell you initially, I mean, uh, maybe I'll change on this as uh, as I go through. Uh, I initially envision it as being my role and uh, an enjoyable one with that. It's throw rocks at John Jay, Alexander okay. Hamilton, right. and uh, and uh, James Madison. So are you going to be an antagonist? Are you, are you going to take on the role of anti-federalist while reading and examining the Federalist Papers? I might. I okay. might, because... The anti-federalists can't make it to defend themselves today, so okay, okay. So I might, uh, I might be their stand-in. Okay, so yeah, so uh, we'll see. I'm not going to claim a particular role. Uh, I'm not going to be a Hamilton guy or a Madison guy. And I reserve guy, the right to change my role. John Jay guy. Um, if it becomes hard to defend the role I've chosen initially, uh, I, I tell you that I have some thoughts about Federalist Number Two. Uh, not to be too much of a forecaster. That uh, uh, not, the spoiler mis- warning there. The spoiler That's, warning with, with, spoilers with John with John Jay. That I will hold for 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 that appropriate episode. But uh, some questions that that um, th- I don't know that I had that that I ran across and have thought about and might not necessarily leap off the paper uh, when you read it. Um, and, and so I'll just leave it as a teaser, uh, for, for tune back in for episode two (laughs) for right now. (laughs) Powerful teaser. I, uh, I think one thing I thought was really remarkable about the papers as I read them and and more so for the anti-federalist papers Okay, is, uh, we're quickly becoming an anti-federalist podcast. (laughs) Well, we've got to represent all views. Got to represent. Okay. Um, it's how again when you strip away a lot of the flower language and the and structure and you know the sort of the finery you know the the mass the ideas that mm-hmm. like, I was surprised and in the way delighted at how the extent to which a lot of it br- breaks down to just basically smack talk against the other side yeah about like absolutely you guys are a bunch of fools this is and, this is eloquent high browed uh, just. The smack talking people through, serving one another yeah, through, through papers in an 18th century fashion <laughs> yes yes using the proper queen's english uh 
to 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 speak down upon each other. I mean, tentatively, <laughs> that would be a really good informal uh, title to Federalist Paper Number One. In my in the book I've read, it's called A Plea for Candor, but okay. I think they could just as equally call it Federalist Number One, and the Federalist you guys have been served, <laughs> because that's the angle they seem to be taking. Um, see, I think there's only. Other structural issues, other things about the podcast. I think that one of the things we're going to be really challenged on, and uh, we're going to try to get better at it as we go through the podcast, and I'm demonstrating being very bad at it right now, is long rambling monologues instead of a nice back and forth. So we'll hopefully uh, develop that as far as a nice uh, rhythm. Give and take. Yeah. 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 I, have, uh, I have brought along some tools in case needed to, to rein us in. Okay. Uh, if Justin goes off on a wrong, long rambling diatribe. Okay. Now I've never been known to do, no, no. do that. Anybody Rolling knows a very me. special timer. A special timer. That we could limit the uh, limit the absolute long dialogue nature of it. Okay. it it's, the, it's actually the timer I use to uh, let my dog out to go to the bathroom. Okay. Uh, so uh, five minutes taking longer than that, which is the same time I give him. Okay. <laughs> Downside, you might get reeled in. Okay. Upside, you might get a bacon-flavored treat. So. Oh, I do Mixed love bacon. Bag. Who doesn't love bacon? Your dog's very... I mean, showing his intelligence already with his love for bacon. So. <laughs> He's uh. a brilliant animal. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we need to cover here. I think we got the basic structure. We're going to do yeah. 50 minutes. We're going to start with an intro each time. They're going to be numbered by the paper that they are. Um, okay. We're going to bring in some ancillary stuff as reference. So we have... We, we, we talked about, I think, doing two intro episodes. This being the first one. So this is episode what? This is zero A. Zero so, A. Yeah. Okay, and then we're gonna have zero B, presumably. Zero B, which will be next, is going to basically be talking about the Federalist Papers in general. Maybe talk a little bit about the history leading up to the Federalist Papers as well, perhaps. Yes. Okay. Basically, anything and everything that's not about one particular paper will be in that episode, uh, because once we get started on the numbered ones, we they will each correspond to the number of the paper that they're talking okay. about, okay. and maybe when we get to the end. We'll do some kind of closer, and we might just call that 86, because, of course, everyone by then will know that there's only actually 85 papers. But okay. uh, until that point, they'll each be numbered. Well, that, that, that will just be uh, perfect, that if the last episode is 86, and we can say we 86'd this end of the... Uh, that's true. Of, I hadn't of, even thought about that aspect. Okay, I mean, that's just... The stars are aligning already. I can tell we're off to greatness. You know, <laughs> I, I think that's self-evident. Uh, that's one of the self-evident truths that was inadvertently omitted. Of course, from our founding document. Um, How they left that out, I have no idea. I, well, you know, they didn't know that this podcast would exist yet, so I guess yeah. I can forgive Mr. Jefferson and his uh, Ken. But uh, I guess the other aspect would be, you know, maybe down the road. Right now, there's just the two of us, myself, Carrie, and uh, yeah, and Justin. But uh, we might have other views down the road, especially. Uh, we spoke about before this started. Um, if there's a particular paper that talks about like a, a particular issue, and Justin and I both come down pretty much on the same side that we're just preaching to the choir, mm-hmm. uh, we'll go out of our way to find someone who disagrees and or is disagreeable to us, mm-hmm. and have them on to. Uh, That'd be good. We can bring somebody in solely to beat them up. Yes, exactly. Intellectually, from an intellectual standpoint. Yeah, I think that if they should expect that, actually. Okay. (laughs) And if they're not up to the task, then let that be a lesson to others. Okay. (laughs) You've been warned. So there may be guests, uh, and I think we're going to try to also have... uh, uh, a web uh, a website that we're going to put our uh, this podcast on as yes. well as yes on and iTunes it, uh, you on know the podcast service ultimately I think we talked about uh, maybe having some method in which people who are listeners who maybe can't be guests but would like to 
interact. chime in a little bit, interact a little bit yeah. to uh, throw in a question or two. Um, and uh, maybe, you know, at least right off the bat, maybe they could read ahead a little bit and, yeah. and, and pose the questions so that when we get to that episode, we could maybe address it. Um, and I don't think we could really completely eliminate the possibility of, for example, like Federalist-based fan art. You know some uh, okay, some uh, t- some different uh, images of Mr. Hamilton and uh, Mr. Madison, Mr. J. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, I think that's <laughs> about time. I mean, it's clearly there's a, a yearning among the public to bring them back into pop culture, and we're gonna we're gonna serve that yearning. Yes. Um, well, so we're gonna wrap it up and, and say goodbye for now. Um, look out for episode zero B. Um, or if you want to get straight to the meat of things, we'll see you in episode one, Federalist One. If you, you already are an expert on the context of the Federal Papers as a whole, yes. So uh, goodbye for now.